Okay. So let's go live. We are live. Hello, hello, everyone. Um, so welcome to a live edition of the Discussions That Create podcast with me, your hostess, Jennifer Kane. And yeah, I'm really happy we're going live on Facebook and you've got this listening to it wherever you are in the world, whatever time and space you are in the future, in the present, uh, you're very welcome. So the Discussions That Create podcast is a place for you to come and explore ideas, to awaken your consciousness, to look at life in a different way and to maybe change some things. And today I have a wonderful guest who is a great example of that or not an example but she is a proponent uh, whatever she's amazing and her name is Yasadara Yasadara let's say yeah. the name right first of all uh, because mm. we're live today usually I get it wrong and then I have to stop and say it again so anyway welcome welcome Yasadara how are you today I'm great thank you and thank you so much for the invitation Oh, it's an absolute honor to have you here. So, can you tell our listeners a little bit about you, who you be, and what you are, do in the world? Yeah. Um, so, my name is Yasatara. I'm, at the moment, most of all, like a facilitator of um, access consciousness tools in the world. Um, and beside that, I'm also like a singer and performer, which I've been doing like for over 20 years probably at this moment at this point almost 20 years um and so in the last few years i've mainly been traveling the world um giving seminars um sessions to awaken people like into their own knowing wow and yeah awaken people into their own knowing yeah, and I'm like almost like this word awakening is like so like a little bit like it, it has an interesting charge I'd say because like mm. the access consciousness tools are actually a pragmatic way and uh, like it's like a pragmatic set of tools to change anything that you'd like to change or to have like the creation part in anything you'd like to create in your life and so what I've seen with these tools is that it's like something you can add to a lot of things that you're already doing or you can just step into it thinking you're just a starter um but it's all about us starting to acknowledge that we know stuff that probably no one else knows and that we are aware and conscious of things that probably no one else is and what i've i've been teaching a lot too and um working in the regular education field and what i started noticing is that most of us has, have not been invited by people to step into our knowing, to be curious about, hey, what is it that you know in this area? Because um, I could teach you a whole lot of things, but what is it that you have access to? That through asking questions, we can get to. So you worked as a teacher? Yes, I did. And in a school or a private setting? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I've done both. Like I've done all actually, but I've also worked in the regular, like regular school. Um, yeah, I did. And what, that's an interesting way to start. And thank you for introducing yourself to us and to people who maybe have have do know about access and also people who don't and maybe during this discussion we'll look at everything from a different kind of angle and see what pops up see what see what and that's one thing that i really adore about access and people like you who have committed and and done you know the quite a big commitment to become a certified facilitator is just this energy of really being committed to change and um whether people know you know what access is or not they can still get the energy of that from you so if we talk about education and um so did you notice like there were parts of like teaching and stuff like that where you felt like you couldn't fully 
assist the children or like you couldn't really what what was that like for you being in that sort of mainstream education environment because i've worked in a school too and i found it really difficult <laughs> yeah well I, what i when i started to see because i i was working in the field of education already and then i i was just a little like bored with what I was doing and and mainly people would come to me because I was a singing teacher to become better and then I started doing like the singing education in the regular schooling system um, for kids that were preparing to go to the conservatory and to theater school but what I started noticing that was that how they behaved in my lessons was basically how they behaved in their whole life and also in the other subjects um, and so what I started to wonder about was like wow we like try to get to a lot of things through our doing and in the field of education also there was a lot of doing involved and you have to do it like this and you have to do it right and if you do it right you get the right grades and then eventually you'll become someone um that was part of of thing of a thing in education that i saw like wow is that is that really is that really the target and the goal of education I'm, I want to see on the planet? Um, and then I, through asking questions, I got to, to this access consciousness tools and to the bars class for one day. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to choose this and then we'll see. And so I became a certified facilitator. And I remember, because it was like the end of August. And so I had to fly back to take on my regular job again. And so when I came back on the 1st of September, I committed to this needs to change for me. So I'm, I'm going to start looking at, okay, so what is, what is possible in the field of education um, that I'm not yet aware of? And so I started just asking that and seeing that so much more could be achieved through being than for doing because like all our doing like what we are capable of has so often been defined on us not being us so we like when you look at children or when you look at adults oh i can do this i cannot do that we have all this set of like rules and regulations which we then try to either change or manage or just hold into place <laughs> and so I started looking with these kids like i don't need to tell them what they can and cannot do because they know very well and they, like most of them knew exactly when they failed, how to deal with that. They knew how to deal with failure through themselves, with the teachers, with the headmasters, with their parents. They had all of that in place. Mm. And so I started actually looking at, okay, so if that's just one way, now, what is it that we are all capable of that if we would have no point of view, if we would have no, like, oh, it should be like that. I can do that. I cannot do that. If that wasn't in existence, what could show up then? And what started showing up was that they all started doing things that like me, them, and other people were like, you're not supposed to be able to do that. That's, that's not in your sets of how we've been knowing you forever. And that was not in the sets of how they had been knowing themselves. Um, which started like opening doors to an incredible space of discovery um, where it was their willingness to be more and also my willingness to be more as a teacher that became like a guideline for a change in their education. Wow. I didn't know where we were going to go here today, but it's so relevant. I, <laughs> I love this and thank you for sharing so openly and I can see your commitment and um so yeah so like I'll say from my point of view so I've worked with a lot of uh, children with special needs and uh, well as they call it you know we call it x-men <laughs> and um it's really funny I'm going to go down this path if it's okay with you a little bit to talk about x-men because you know a lot about this and um well it's we're all growing with our knowing with it but i just so can you tell the audience who don't know so special needs or 
autism, ADHD. Yeah. Can you please give us a wee synopsis of what X-Men are? And yeah, yeah let's start there. <laughs> yeah. So X-Men is like, um, uh, um, like a, a kind of a, a name that has been given by Access Consciousness to all these um, people that have these differences, which are often labeled in this reality to like to fit in through their label of you fit out. Yeah. And so we in the schooling system, but also like in this reality, we, we, their understanding is like this very worshipped thing we need to understand. So if we can understand that you are different, that gives you a place so we know what to do with you. And so what I've seen with these species that are so different is that what if they are actually not um, a fit out, but they're actually the mutation of species that the world is asking for. And that also the field of education, what I, I, oh my God, when I looked at these kids, one of the things that I was really, really amazed by is that where we in the 80s and the 90s, we were still like listening and behaving. And if somebody would tell us to stop or not do something, we were kind of like, you know, we would listen. These kids and like these like species that are in schools today, they don't. They will keep going even if they need to die. And this might sound a little over-dramatized, but how many children uh, in this moment are wandering through schools actually like going through depressions, going through burnouts, going to like even like, and I would say these are all kind of small ways of creating death, like slowly going towards dying rather than engaging with living. Um, And some of them even like really committing suicide or like looking at different ways of stepping out, stepping out of the system. We're basically, we are not inviting them to look at, hey, what future are you choosing with that? And so I've had a lot of conversations also with teenagers that come to classes, which I always love because you can have incredible conversations with teenagers because they have a great awareness of future and Mm -hmm. certainly like the X-Men. They are aware of future, but if we don't ask them to look at that, the things that we ask them to do today will make no sense. And they will start fighting against, not doing it, withdrawing rather than actually looking at, okay, so if I make the choice to step out of the system, what's that going to create for my future? And it, not from a rightness, because we would often say like, oh, it's more right, because like, you know, if you have the license, you'll get like easier jobs. And, and this is all this reality shit. Sorry, can I swear on your call? Yeah. <laughs> It's got it's the explicit. Reality. It's got the explicit thing on the iTunes because we're a sweaty bunch of people. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> and this is often like creating a lot of reaction in their world because there is. They are also aware that there is no like right and wrong is a total invention of this of this reality. Now, X Men are really really bad. One of the things that they're really bad at is like looking at things through filters. They don't have any filters, so. so even if as a teacher you have a bad day or something is going on at home, they will perceive all of that in your universe. And what I've seen a lot of X-Men also like having a hard time with was that they had a teacher in front of them where they perceived like all of this kind of messy universe around. And then they would have to learn that one plus one is two. And they would be like, what? Like one and one is like, this is like a whole messy thing I'm looking at. And now I have to listen to what comes out of your mouth. But the energy of, I don't feel well. I've got problems going on. It's, it's so much louder than, um, than what I need wow. to learn. So that was also, yeah. right? <laughs> so this is also, when you, when you look at this later or now, and when you have children that have like things going on in education, one of the questions I love to ask, I'm really excited about this topic if I talk too much. <laughs> no, I love it. Thank you. Please continue. One of the things I really ask when I work also with, with children that have like trouble in education or understanding is like, okay, so where is the trouble? Is the trouble actually with the subject or with the teacher or with the teacher you once had? Because we will often define like, because we have like um, um, a teacher that is maybe very linear or has a lot of judgments or is, has a very messy universe for whatever reason. And it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just like to be aware of that. Um, that if you learn through people that do a lot of 
head that do a lot of thoughts, feelings, and emotions for these kids that are labeled with autism, with OCD, with whatever label they have, it can be a real, real challenge to get the information they require to succeed because they'll get basically all the information. So they'll get the information they require to succeed and then they'll also get all these thoughts, feelings, and emotions which they don't do that. So they can't, they can't like actually fit that into anything. It's just like, what am I looking at? I'd just like to say, like, if this, for me, I'm vortexing and it's like, um, so if anyone's listening and you're like, oh my God, I can't logically cognitize a word she is saying, but something feels lighter in my world. That is yeah. a capacity. And that's the thing that I adore about um, this and what you're talking about is we don't judge people that are different. We see that they have amazing capacities that have been misunderstood and uh, defined in a way that doesn't actually work for them. And thank you so much. It's like I, when I started to acknowledge that I was also... Um, someone who has autism, ADHD. I always knew I had ADHD because I was always like, Rrr! even um, the bipolar discussion came up recently. And it's not what I thought it was at all. And also, I, I so I started, because I had the tools asking questions and things, I, I was like, right, so if I go to a psychologist to get a diagnosis, what will that create in my world? Because it, sometimes it will create more for a person to begin with, right? Who knows? Everyone's different. Okay, so what um, if I use these tools over here, if I start to ask the universe a question, like, and I find that my asks are always answered really quickly. <laughs> so it's like, whatever I'm asking for is going to show up. Like, so I better just know what I'm asking for. It's like, okay, like, yes right I've been made wrong my whole life like I've made myself wrong my teachers have made me wrong I managed to get a degree and half the time I'm just pulling the answers out of the sky I didn't study for the test oh my god I'm such a cheat what the fuck you know and it's like that is that is like x-men education we're talking about expert education. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Oh, I adore this because you never know where it's going to go when, when X men or people who are willing to be. And I know, like, it's not about the label of X men, it's about are you different? Do you function in a non linear way? Do you see that there's more possible, but you've maybe been overcome by depression? Like, I used to go yeah. into school, Yasadara, and I would puke every morning because I was absorbing all the shit and the negativity of everyone around me, the entities, the the whole thing, my fear, or not even my fear, the fear. And I would go in every morning and my body was like <laughs> and then yeah. I would make that incredible. Like like I what I love with these tools, it's like really it's really pragmatic and it's like to start looking at wow, isn't that incredible that we can perceive all of that? But in this reality, we often like create a problem out of it. We make it very significant. Yeah. We make it very heavy rather than actually starting to look at, okay, so what space would I have to be here so I could have that awareness in a different way? And I remember like I could be in this exam periods and I, cause I didn't like really do exams with my students. So I, I had to be in school and then sometimes I didn't, I wasn't like really on their time schedule. So I would walk into the school cause I was on the schedule and then like my whole body would start shaking. I was like, body, what is this? And then I would be like, oh, wow, how many kids are nervous right now? And they're picking it up one from each other and the one from each other and the one from each other. So there's this huge snowball effect, which can be changed through consciousness. And this is like the great gift of choosing um, to become a conscious like teacher <laughs> or to choose yeah. to... To, to, for, and, and I've created like this class, um, Conscious Teachership, um, in which we basically like also look at, okay, what can you be as a teacher? What can you be as a parent? What can you be as a child also that's going to empower you to create what you'd like to create? But also when you work with children or you, when you are with children, what's gonna, what can you choose to be that's going to empower them to have 
a different choice. Yes. And then they can still choose to, because I had kids that, that for them it was easier to suffer because mm-hmm. um, they knew how to deal with that. And the thing is when you ask from them, like, hey, we're going to try something else, there is no guarantee for no failure. And that was the tricky part because like how many of us, we, 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 we're totally ready to choose something if we know it's going to create more. Oh yes, I'll do that. Like, is it going to give me more money or is it going to give me more results or is it going to give me better results? I'll choose it. But if it's actually a choice you have to make for greater without a guarantee for success, that's mm-hmm. like a totally, totally, totally different platform to work on. And that was also for me as a teacher to start looking at, wow, how much kindness and how much also (sighs) acknowledgement for the braveness of the people we work with can we have? Because it, like, I would say, like, to take a step for consciousness, to become conscious, more conscious, and to work from there, it sometimes will, like, really ask you to have balls. (laughs) Big balls. Yeah. Cojones. Cojones. Yes. <laughs> that acknowledgement for like for the bravery of, of students and also allowing them to to take the time that it takes for them to choose that. Yeah. And not expecting them because you offer it that they have to take it mm-hmm. was also a thing I had to start looking at. Wow, how much is the success of my students? going to define my success and where is my ego taking over i started looking like part of becoming conscious is also like looking at the dirty 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 sides and i started looking like oh my god why am i actually happy when my students succeed mm, well part of oh that my god, this is making me evil. feel sick <laughs> in yeah. a good way it's like this conversation has so much charge to it and it's it's not being talked about and your conscious teachership stuff wow wow and that's like that's so that's the thing where you have to be like for me it was like oh my god I need to start being bluntly honest with myself if mm. I want if I want to be conscious and if, it, if that's really what I'm choosing to have conscious teachership I'll have to be honest and I'll also have to be honest like about like oh my god I so wish this student to succeed because that's going to make me look good oh yeah wow that's Wow. Or avoiding some judgment. Like if I may step in a little bit there, because I haven't experienced, you know, I've I've worked in education and uh, as a support to the teacher and oh my God, the dynamics are crazy in a school. It's an an X-Men school. (laughs) Like fuck people's egos. And you're, you're, it's some there's some weird dynamic that comes up that's like I have to like do the like keep the children happy so that I seem like I'm doing a good job so people won't judge me and accuse me of not doing right by the children because that's the biggest sin and we're here we're all here for the kids and we're all fucking martyrs and yeah it's a lot of stuff yeah and then there's also like you know like i i always thought it it was really really interesting and the more i look at it it becomes more interesting the the worshiping for being normal and so how often like parents the children themselves but also teachers will have this thing like oh my god i hope if we do the right thing they're going to become normal and it's it's a total a total disregard of that change that these species are capable of creating and if we would start really listening and asking questions i wonder where the field of education can be 10 years from now because this has been a change that has been going on and it was it was funny because i i one time i had like a director telling me like well no wonder the school system isn't working because it hasn't been changed since 19 i don't know what it was like (laughs) over 50 years old but he was just telling me that without without any like that was just what it was and I was like wow are you just telling me that and like you're actually at the head of like you're a headmaster like this is interesting how we all just we all know something isn't working but then we also all are looking how to change something that isn't working rather than actually jumping on a different track 
and start to yeah. look at, okay, um, what, what is it that's available? And then there's a lot of people that do like amazing, incredible work. Yeah. And I, what I've been looking at a lot was also like, okay, so where am I really jumping tracks and where am I trying to create something in reaction to what's now? Cause it's, mm. that's two whole different conversations as well. And a lot of the, the new systems that I've seen have kind of been based not really on true consciousness, but also on like, okay, so what can we fix that isn't working in the in system the right now? System, yeah, like Montessori, Steiner schools. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And I'm sure this, whoever listens to this is going to have a lot of stuff come up. So enjoy. <laughs> um, but Yasadara has her conscious teachership. Um, Program yeah, I, like I'm just gonna jump in for a second because I like wh where it starts. It's like wow, if like whatever, if you're in a school system or a parent or a child, like what, what if you'd start acknowledging you, yourself or just for today that you choosing that you being there is such a gift, yes. even if it's not working yet, even mm -hmm. if you think you're a screw up, even if like whatever is your point of view about you, like you being there. <laughs> It's just, it's a tremendous gift. So what's possible from there? Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I guess it's it's a very, um, it's just bringing up a lot for me and I'm looking at it now. Um, so I guess asking questions is something that we're not taught to do in, in the school system, is it really? Um, <laughs> are but we what are we asking questions for okay uh for an answer yes and that was something the I, right like, answer even, <laughs> yeah, even with the tests even when we ask our students questions and that was another thing i had to start looking at okay so what am i asking this question for am i asking this question so they can give me the answer that's going to be right or am like what question could i start asking that's going to open up more awareness yeah and awareness can be messy like i realized that i you know in in certain environments i would i would be creating an energy that was causing discomfort and i thought that was wrong but that was actually my way i i, I read somewhere i think it was in the uh, you can't teach a fish how to climb a tree book by Anne Maxwell, which is an access consciousness book. Um, and it was that like uh, a autistic child um, or a child with ADHD will, will sense the fucked up energy essentially in a space and will throw a tantrum to dissipate the energy. And I used to throw tantrums all the time, but it was not a cognitive thing. And it didn't, it was just like, but then I was, I, I would over, and I, I felt like I could not stop it. I felt like it was like coming through me. Like, and I, I couldn't stop it. I couldn't control it. And I was taught over time and over time and over time to like, compound that in my body and all of the judgmental looks and the stares well, like what is she doing and yeah well the interesting part is like if you what you just said right you just did it to create change you mm -hmm. just did it to dissipate something and so what a lot of of us are capable of is to is true being somewhere to change dissipate transform energies and so like if there was no right or wrong like what could we acknowledge certainly like in children like okay so what is really going on here because we'll try to define like oh this is a tantrum or oh, this is this or oh, they're angry or they don't get what they want but we never or most of the times we don't really ask like okay so what is it that they are creating with this and also ask them like okay so what is this creating is this creating what you desire or not so they can start looking at oh what is this creating like oh my god it's getting so messy everybody's getting angry at me everybody's getting annoyed at me and this will often like give them the space of choice. Okay, do I continue or do I stop? And am I going to choose something different? Yeah. And there's also a different way to catalyze everything you perceive into something different. Ooh, what does that mean? Catalyze well, what you perceive? Well, what you said, like, oh, I was dissipating this. Is that a way to catalyze 
energy into something different. And so children, like, and we all have this capacity, right, through our bodies, but also through our being to catalyze and shift change and transform energies. So when you do it in a way that's not really working either for you or for your body or for other people around you, you can start asking like, okay, is there a different way I can do this? And so the thing again is, this is where we ask a question where a lot of us will start looking at, okay, is there a different way I can do this? And we go and look for the answer, how? But that's not the point. The point is by you asking that question, you're going to shift and transform your level of awareness and consciousness where you'll literally start opening doors to different possibilities. And so with those different possibilities and those different doors, there will be a whole different set of how you can be in the world, how you can be with those energies. And like the more conscious most people become, the the more ease they'll have to actually shift and transform. Stop. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Ooh. <laughs> what's next <laughs> world hunger let's solve it and no, i'm joking i <laughs> know it's not about that but it's just funny um so um oof, i'm a loss for words uh well you started out with the question like that that was where we where we kind of departed with this last conversation right so like okay what are you what are you asking questions for yeah <laughs> no i don't know what to ask um no so uh uh wake up jennifer <laughs> uh, oh my god i think this is really brilliant because this is what will happen a lot of times when you stop asking questions for answers to children in school and they'll go like ah ah and now a lot of what i've seen a lot in education is that a lot of people will go to the conclusion, oh, so now you don't know. Which is very often a total disregard of the awareness they're having in that moment. So I would ask children like, okay, so what is it you know about this? And they would have like this ton of information there energetically, but no words. And then it would be like, I don't know anything. Which now, if you, if you then step into that part, you give up all the treasures that are lying right in front of your nose when you're working with children or when you're working with people it's like okay so what is it that you're aware of um and this is where i think this is brilliant actually (laughs) how consciousness works (laughs) when you ask questions for greater awareness there will there will be no answer Mm. and so how is education and that was a question i would ask myself a lot when i was teaching how, how am I going to teach from here? Like, well, how does that work? Because it's filled with um, structures and forms that, like, literally kill the creativity within the teacher. And since COVID happened, there's a lot of insanity for teachers right now in the UK, I only know here because I live here and it's like all the forms they have to fill in and everything. And, you know, my uh, mother and all her friends were teachers and, you know, so I've grown up around teachers and um, they all say, oh, I, I really would not like to be a teacher now <laughs> um, because they, they, to an extent, yeah, they had to do lots of things, but they had... Like, my mum could bring that creativity into her classroom, you know, she could teach from her own space to a certain degree, and she hasn't been a teacher in a classroom for 20-odd years, but I remember the story she would tell me, and I could feel her energy of just being a a custodian for the children and things sometimes would get messy and she would learn a lot from them and they would learn a lot from her um, and then before that even when she was at school they had corporal uh, punishment so she would get the belt and you know things are, things are progressing it's just it's just where which way are they going and and I I got this sense like um and I was thinking about this on my walk of course with the dog before we came on it was so strange I was like oh school yeah and I was like um 
you know, where, and I keep getting this CRS thing where I'm actually forgetting people are asking me to recall information and I can't recall it anymore. <laughs> so if you want to lose your mind, do access consciousness because it's really fun, but you won't be able to remember what you did last year, right? Um, but anyway, like this sense of, um, and this is a podcast, so I have to bring the words out, right? But it's like this sense of like, well, I, I've lost it. <laughs> I've lost it. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Well, I'm like, I'm just gonna pick in on where you talked about your mother, because there's like Thank this. You. Like, <laughs> no, it's like what you said is like brilliantly put. Like, she was being something with the kids. She was. And this, I think it's like the art craft of like education and teaching is about being. And I think we all have at least one example of a teacher that mm. we have had in our lives or that we knew that we still carry with us today. Yes. And that, that is like, what if teaching, teaching and being a teacher or an educator or whatever you are is actually about being that what will allow others to create a future that maybe wasn't possible before they got to you. And so that became a whole different concept about teaching where I would just have to get them through my year because then I would have succeeded or they would have succeeded and that was like a good thing. Until a point even where I got like, in, I don't know how, no, it's not in English, but in, in, in my mother, my native language, like which is Dutch, we call the schooling system is like, translated under wise so you got all of this kind of things like institutions so you get like the lower grade under wise you get like the middle grade under wise you get like the higher grade under wise and so these kids keep moving from under wise to under wise system to under wise system to under wise system eventually becoming wise enough so somebody can grade them as oh now you made it you can go to the next system of being under wise and so when I got it, I was like, wow, this is so interesting because I know every word vibrationally creates. And so one day we were rehearsing for a performance or an exam or something. And I had like this first graders. And during that rehearsal, they literally went stupid. And I was like, what is that? Why, why are you guys like, and I looked at them. And in that moment, I just got to awareness like, and I asked him, like, oh, are you guys being, like, first graders right now? Because this is so boring. I don't want you as beginners. I don't, like, if that's what you're choosing, okay, but what if you wouldn't step into that form and structure? I yeah. wonder what you'd be capable of right now if you weren't a beginner. And it was so interesting because it shifted a lot because they looked at me and they were like, wow, that's, wow, yeah, I think we're doing that. I'm like, well... What if you didn't have to? What if that is a choice you can now choose to change? And so I wonder also how many children are actually making themselves more stupid so they can fit into the scholar, like the, the scholar system, the schooling system that asks from us, like you come to school, we're going to teach you something and eventually you're going to become great enough so you can move to the next system. And if you haven't had enough systems, then you can move on to the right job for you. And um, yeah, what if that was just the smallest possibility available? <laughs> yeah, and how much is that slowing people down, like to the point where they're just brain numb, dead? You know, and I, I see that's the gift. That's why I've always been drawn to like work with children uh, who are different because, like, they just have this. They, they, I love with autistic kids, I've always said, right? It's like, I adore about them that you cannot make an autistic child do 
anything they do not want to do. They are going to tell you what they're going to do. And if you try, oh my God, you're just hitting your head against the brick wall. And, and of course, that doesn't always work for them. And it's like finding the way to communicate with them to make it more ease for them. So they don't feel they constantly have to have their barriers up pushing against people battling, right? But sometimes it's that force and it's like, no, you're going to change. I don't have to change. You're going to change, you know? And um, yeah, it's just a really amazing that's, discussion. That's also, I love that. It's a, that's kind of a matter like what would, what would change in, in, in your life? Like not personally, your, but like everybody watching also, if you were willing to receive every single being in your life. So if you're a teacher, like if, are you receiving your children? And that was also something I had to work on. Like, wow, am I receiving like every single one of them? And what does receiving even means? And we, I think we had like this really large conversation, <laughs> which I would like at least like evolve over two day class or something like through conversations um, with people normally in a seminar. But there is like this, all of these different elements and parts and pieces in teaching where so much more is possible um, with just a few small adjustments and adding tons of consciousness. Um, that are going to make you feel better as a teacher, more energized, more happy. And also, I think for a lot of us have the feeling like, wow, now I'm really on the path of succeeding. Because we try to chase success and we try to chase succeeding a lot through achievements and targets. And um, what if there's actually this way of succeeding through being? And so you're actually going to get on a very different track, um, which is what I've seen for myself, but also for many other people that I've worked with, um, people I've worked with, I'm sorry, of, of, of so much more fulfilling um, possibility. It's a beautiful discussion. It's really miraculous and changing so much within me. So thank you so much for being here and showing up as you in the world. And that's really what I get. And I, I did, there is something I'm, I would like to mention is that, you know, there may be people that have never really asked themselves a question listening or people who ask themselves questions every day. It doesn't matter. It's like, if you're here listening to this, there's something it might be something in it for you, there might not. But I'm getting this image of like, um, you know, all of the people at school, in our lives, even the people who have hurt us, abused us, we have, we have uh, learned something from that. Like, and you know, there's a question in Access where it's like, what would my life be like if I did not have this person in my life, this horrible person, this person who seemed to have caused me a lot of pain? And it's like always heavier when I, if that person had not been in my life for whatever reason, that, that interaction, that thing created more. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's like, and, and it's like, when you start looking from a con more conscious point of view, where you start to look at, okay, so what question can I ask here that will unlock me being stuck somewhere? And a lot of us, like I've worked a lot with, like I'm also a body facilitator. And so I, I, I've worked quite a bit with people that had suffered abuse, um, sometimes in marriage, sometimes like really occasionally, um, like whatever forms and, and shapes of abuse, because there are like tons um, like where many we, we even considered like totally normal. Um, <laughs> so what I've seen is that most, most of the people I've worked with was that we were strong, like they were strongly aware of that the choice they were making to go somewhere or to engage with someone was actually not really going to be a contribution to them. And this is one of the most powerful things I've seen with these access consciousness tools. It's like, the moment you get to acknowledge that you actually knew something, you can start to reconnect again with the trust. Because that's a lot what I've seen with abuse is that we stop trusting ourselves. And that's actually the, the, the biggest thing because you don't know next time. So you keep yourself in kind of a doubt. Can I, can I trust this? Can I do this? Is it not going to create the same results? Where 
when you start wondering like, wow, was there something I knew that I've been neglecting? And like for 99% of the time with the people I've worked with, they were like, yeah, I actually had like this really hints, like even before I saw the person or when I just met the person that, oh, but then I thought I was judging them. So I went with it anyway. Yeah. And I've, I've had people in, in like, in, in like changing stuff where they had been like so severely abused, like, oh my God. And then the point where they got to reconnect to like, whoa, I actually knew. Wow. You can start asking, okay, what will it take for next time to actually trust myself? And to trust my awareness and to ask more questions. Yeah. And so, the, like, when you choose to be aware, nobody can actually do anything to you. Mm-hmm. And that's like where access consciousness has its tagline to empower people to know that and what they know. And that is, I think, one of the most powerful things that I have not seen in any other modality to be so strong and so pragmatic and so easy. These tools are really designed for people to get to that place where they actually start to empower themselves, but also others. Yes, because we are so much more powerful than we ever allow ourselves to see. And when you start to see your power, you become a kinder being to everything, to everyone, to the animals, to the plants. You become kinder to you, to your body. And that just ripples out and affects everyone and everything. And um, we still live in a world of hierarchy. <laughs> and that's interesting. And you don't have to buy it. And you can also see it for what it is. And maybe even as they say in access use it to your advantage you know but like for me I've, I've got this coming up now it's like um you know how do we get beyond the hierarchy and like the the sort of top-down approach that doesn't really work and I guess I'm trying to go into all these layers of society but I guess where it would start is like I know okay my child and there's a a branch of uh, access called conscious parents conscious kids which is really cool which is kind of ties in with what you're talking about um it's like um i haven't taken a class yet but i would like to yeah it's like okay so my child and things have changed you know my parents would ask me a lot more than they would have got asked it's just you're my child you do you be quiet and you you know that's the old way isn't it but now it's like okay, so what does my child know? How can I communicate with them? What does my animal know? You know, I I don't assume that my dog is just dumb. If he wants to go a certain way on a walk, I'll be like, I'll follow my awareness, but I'll be like, oh, Charlie, what are you showing me? And sometimes he's showing me something magic. And if I'm just in my ego and I'm like, no, I'm dominating the dog. I'm taking the dog this way. (laughs) I miss something. Yeah, so it ties in again with the receiving part. It's like, are you willing to receive? Are you willing to receive the information that somebody is gifting you or that something is gifting you? And because once you do, like things will just become easier. Like, has it become easier with your dog now that you actually receive him and listen? Well, I always did, but yeah, of course it does. I I think I'm much more happy to receive animals than people. Ah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, receiving is a big one. But receiving is not something that's done a lot on the planet. Yes, animals do it and nature does it. So it's also like how much are we often aware of like the, like how little others are willing to be received or knowing about receiving. And so we never get to actually top it over because you said like top down, right? What will it take to top up so that we all start jumping off and leap? So when you get inspired by someone, you're like, oh, wow, whatever that person is choosing, like what will it take for me to actually have that but not from a top down like oh i can never reach that or i have to now look how i can fit into that no i'm just going to be inspired and take it from there and i think this is the place where we can choose to all become greater by inspiring each other Um, but also it starts with to acknowledge that all of us have this importance for the creation of a more conscious planet it's not just one of us it's all of us 
And like, as long as we don't get that for ourselves, and there's something like, I'm not saying that because I'm like, no, it's something I had to look at. Okay, so I'm equally important as anyone else here. Yeah. When am I going to do this? Because I can yeah. look at other people and think like, oh my God, I would like to be like them. And blah. But that's where I choose to top myself down rather mm -hmm. than actually receiving what somebody is choosing and be like, wow, whatever it takes, I'm taking the leap as well and I'm going. And that is where I start seeing for myself, but also for others, this is where you'll get to know so much more. This is where you'll get to be so much greater. And what will it take for all of us to actually start to look at, wow, am I willing to be great? Yeah. And, and it's like people often get confused, um, and I know I have, with greatness being a material wealth accumulation or um, having a certain position or creating you know now it's like because people are kind of latching onto this idea um whether they're choosing consciousness or not that they actually can be the face of their life their work their business whatever they can do things differently which i adore some things doing it consciously some things really not whatever um but it's like this sense of like oh right my if my podcast hits number one i am great now uh, that's not what you're talking about is it no but like as a side effect it will come yeah for sure so and the greatness like the greatness of being will allow you to have more so the more you're willing to be the more you'll have the more you'll have access to and then it's a matter of choosing are you willing to receive it and so what you see is that like people that are very often like also in this reality on number one that have a lot of money, like are they willing to be something that if you don't have that, that you're not willing to be? And like a lot of like, maybe you judge them as something or maybe you're not willing to, like, you know, a lot of people that have, for example, a lot of money, they get a lot of judgments, right? Like, oh my God, a lot of people have points of views. And then when you look at like, so when I, work on finances with people also in business and stuff like that um it's also a matter of starting to look like wow are you willing to receive that more judgment like are you willing to have that because it's also it can be like pretty intense at first and if you're not willing to actually be judged are you ever gonna speak to what you know because like chances are like also with this podcast not like right now i've been looking at creating a book about this like for years but like my point of view was like who am i and so if you don't actually get to the point where you're willing to totally be like blown off, judged, ridiculized, whatever that is that you're not willing to have, how much will you always have to top yourself down so you don't actually get seen or you just get seen like a little bit so you can deal with a, a little bit of judgment and then you can also have like a little bit of positive judgments with a still judgment. <laughs> Yeah, a <laughs> little bit never have controlled, <laughs> controlled judgment, and and you're saying top it down and and top yourself is like it top yourself in, is a term in in English in the UK for kill yourself. And yeah. how often have I? I mean, I, most humanoids that I know who have done great things were on the verge of suicide because they're like fuck this reality i am not living like this and you yeah. know it doesn't have to be that way but for me it it was quite a few times i'm like right universe fuck this shit my life doesn't get better I, you know given and it was really giving myself an ultimatum to wake up but it was like and then the bars came along and then this comes along and then the next thing and it's not about like demanding as a spoiled child it's making you know an access we talk about making the demand of yourself and the request of the universe and it's yeah. like that has really worked for me and i have to say like if i'm really it's not like a cognitive thing but if i'm looking for change and that sometimes the intensity is not uh, from that space of i'm gonna do something dramatic it's like this changes now and, and then, drama will not change it. For the people watching that have been thinking to kill each other, kill, kill each other, <laughs> kill each other is fine. Kill yourself. Like, they will, like, if you have the capacity, like, if you've learned to talk to people on the other side, to the deaf people, just yeah. ask them. You'll get to know, like, oh, 
actually by jumping off the planet, maybe things aren't getting better, right? Well, I just started to ask, Yasadara, like, yeah. thank you. I started to ask, like, sorry to Is jump it really in. better if you don't? I know, I, I, <laughs> well, genuinely, I asked the question. I was like, genuinely making it a bit significant, Amina, but oh well. Um, can't hide from a certified facilitator, just warning you. Um, it's like, um, but like asking that question, I did have to ask myself, like, because I was having a lot of entity awareness, like, you should just die. You should just kill yourself, right? And it was in my head, like, and I was like, and I was buying it. And I was like, oh, doing the whole drama thing. Like, oh, I should just die. Obviously, I didn't really want to die because I was actually telling people. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I was like, um, okay, right. I'm hearing all this shit in my head that the world, my whole family would be happier if I wasn't here. The world would be better off if I didn't exist. I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this. I'm buying this. Truth. I've got these tools now. Show me if my body, because my being will go on for eternity. If my body as Jennifer right now ceases to exist, what will the planet look like in five years? And it was heavy as and then I asked if I continue to live and I, I, I if I just continue to live not big profound questions like my body is alive what will the world look like in five years and it was light and that kept me going because for me as messy and crazy as it is I'm more interested in the planet evolving and being better off because I'm here rather than my own agenda yeah and like trauma and drama will always drive you away from consciousness. It will mm. always drive you away from having more awareness. And this is something like, like <laughs> what these, like where we started off with uh, these, like these X-Men kids, they really understand that well. They, and they don't understand thoughts. They don't understand emotions. They don't understand feelings. And then some of us have learned to kind of understand, but we don't really do. But that is where we actually keep consciousness we drive it away and then we start creating problems and now we try to fix the problems but through looking at that place i get like my hand is out like <laughs> actually the awareness that you require to have a greater life to have a greater living to have a greater body to have a greater career whatever you've been looking to be greater in your life what if that's not you're not going to get there through solving problems you've decided you have and this is this yeah, is like it's a never really worried for me. <laughs> well, and it, it's like you know, it sometimes like seems to work for a lot of us, and then we kind of think like, oh, now it's working, so I have mm. to keep going that way. But what if there was a way way quicker route to get to what is available for you to get to what you just said? Like, wow, have this greater universe to have something greater for the planet. Yeah, and I love that you said that because it's like a, yeah, it's like trying to follow a formula and then you finally, I, I've done that before where I finally thought I got the formula that worked for me yeah. and I finally thought, oh yes, I fit in, let's keep going, do, do, do. even if I'm fitting in by being different. Like to yeah. a spiritual I community. A fit out. Now I got my label. I'm fit. I'm a fit out. I'm so a that's fit how out. I fit in. That's how I fit in. Yeah, fuck's sake. And I was like, but yeah, I was like, yeah. And then I was like, nothing is working for me. And I had this realization as well. Like I still sometimes look at people who are doing human reality, right? Doing doing whatever they're choosing. Maybe most of us. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm like I'm like oh my god. I sometimes wish that I could actually do that because I can't, like I physically can't. And I'm sometimes yeah. like, how do they, how do they control their life so succinctly that they get everything, even if it's shit, they're able to, and that's, that's the power of it. And I guess I could do it if I actually desired and required it, which I don't, but it's like, you know, you get people who are like, this is my house. This is the house I want. I'm building this. And I know that's not apart from consciousness. And we can talk a bit about that. But it's like I'm talking about, say you're a lawyer. 
They study all the way. This is my life mapped out. I'm going to marry this type of person. I'm going to have this many kids. We're going to live in this house. We vacation twice a year. We have this amount of money. We have a 401k like they do in America, right? For example, I'm like, I literally cannot function like that. And sometimes I look at that and I'm like, even though I know it wouldn't create greater for me or the planet, I wonder how people do but that. That is again where we get to the compar- com- comparing thing, right? And where there is no, there is like so much more available than the comparing each other. Like, okay, you can get inspired. And so, well, what is it you truly like to create? And a, a, a great thing with humanoids is that they always know what they don't want, but they, they actually <laughs> never really start asking, what is it that I truly want? And so if you start to ask that, like, okay, so I know what I don't want, but what if that's not even relevant? It's not, I don't have it. So why would I even bother about that? What is it I truly would like to have? And this will start shifting and changing where you can actually start looking in the direction of where you want to go rather than constantly looking at where you don't want to go and keep going there while making yourself wrong and then not creating it or destroying it. And this is like this thing where if you're aware which with X-Men's, they are aware of so many multiple realities in simultaneity, so together at the same time all the time. So it can sometimes be a tricky thing, but really, like if you're, if you're committing to start to ask, like, okay, so what is my reality? Where can I find it? And what is it I would like to have? Now the universe will, will be able to actually start providing that. Because if you keep talking about, oh, I don't want that and I don't understand that and they do, do, do that, what well, we often do, now this is, the, this is where you actually, this is the door you're opening and you'll see everything you don't want. Mm-hmm. And you'll get to see all the people you don't want to live your life with and you'll see all the ways they create their life and it works for them, but it's not going to work for you. Because <sighs> that, that's the room we choose to look in. Now, if we start to look into like, okay, so what else is there? So this is just one room. Now, what, what, what do I want to start creating? This is where you'll start opening totally different doors. And so this might take a while for some of us and some know, and, and then it's like also an ever evolving thing, I'd say. But like, what is it you'd like to create? What is it you'd like to see on the planet? And if you didn't have to define it, but you could just start choosing what it is that you want to see on the planet and acknowledge when you do, this is where for most X-Men and humanoids, um, things are really going to start to become way greater than they could ever imagine. And this is where business comes along and where money comes along and where, where all the things you, you have been looking through that one door of, I don't want that, I don't want that, I don't want that, in the hope to find in the back of the room like what you're looking for. <laughs> where does people start showing up if you just choose to like, okay, I, oh, that's where I get where I'm in that one room where I'm going to find everything I don't want. And maybe underneath that, no, that's a total, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. I've never done that. So I'm like, (laughs) no, it doesn't really, like what I love with, with, with consciousness is that you'll get to see where you create your life from. And through having conversations, through asking questions, you'll get awarenesses where Next time when you open, for example, that room where you're like, oh, again, I look at this and I know exactly what I don't want. Uh, okay, so what's next? What else is available here? Yeah. And also if the mess comes, you know, like what's right about this I'm not getting is like my favorite ever question. <laughs> that yeah. is the thing that really got me out of my depression. You know, it's like, what's right about this I'm not getting? What's right about yeah. me? Because I, you know... I don't see it anymore like I mean I'm a powerful creator so I've been able to manifest exactly what I asked for you know it's like putting my order into the universe and and so much control so much um closing the door to all possibilities and if you're willing to take that adventure and that leap you know really that's what what I'm asking for now you know it's like you get to the point where you're like you know, yeah, great. I might know that this is this, if I create, if I do X, Y, and Z, it will create whatever. But the more you choose consciousness, the less it shows up like that. And the less you can define it, the less you can monitor it, but actually things get easier. 
and you do get more clear on what works for you. So or not. <laughs> or not. There she goes throwing a wedgie in their boomerang. Um, I'm trying to invite people to consciousness. Yes, Adana. You had to tell them the good stuff first. <laughs> for this conversation. Oh, me too. Oh, right. So, so last, last, uh, last little sparks before yes. we. I have a session in a bit. So oh, sorry. Yes. No, it's good. So that's it. Yeah. No. So what's the last? What, what's the last question you'd like to ask? How different are you willing to be? That's a great question. And I think that could even be like the title of the poll, how different are you willing to be? Well, that's actually, yeah, that's the title of uh, something that uh, someone does. So, um, pragmatic psychology. <laughs> okay, yeah. so, oh, that's awesome. yeah. so, so that's awesome. maybe like, Susanna will come on the podcast next. Let's see. <laughs> well, that's a great question to ask how different am I willing to be because that yeah. like the difference you're willing to be will define what you can have in life okay right well everyone um, you can get in touch with Yasadara she has some amazing classes and calls coming up um, tell us a few of your calls and classes before you leave us well, you can just watch on the access consciousness um, website and so so for to find me I think my link will also be but it's just yesodara Romero Fernandez um, dot com and then slash events where you can find um, everything because I think this video is going to go over time right and to find more of the access consciousness um, tools you can just go to accessconsciousness.com and find a lot of facilitators also around the world so if you'd like to experience like a session or classes Go and have a look. It's, there's also a lot of incredible content on my website, but also on their website. And I know you're sharing a lot too. So um, yeah, have fun discovering. Thank you. Well, we'll have all the links and um, have a wonderful date. Thank you for joining us for this podcast, everyone. And thank you, Yasadira, for being here. And let's see what happens next. Thank you so much. Okay, Amber. thank you, everyone. Thank you, Yasadira. Bye. <laughs>